Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Chance It. Today we're going to dive into friendships again, but more so friendship breakups. But before that, I just want to say I ordered Home Chef and it literally took me 20, no, it took me less than 10 minutes to actually like prep it, to put it in the oven. Uh huh. Just heard the timer go off, so that means it's probably ready. I will give you guys an update next episode if I like it or not. Okay. Wait, which meal did you cook? It is chicken with like creamy avocado and like some bell peppers. But the thing is, it has way more calories than I was expecting. So I had to set it to be the calorie smart option. And it's still was like way too many calories in my opinion per meal like serving at least for me personally so i don't think i'm gonna eat the entire thing because like i'm five one <laughs> so and i'm like my, i work out every day but still like you're not supposed to be eating 700 calories per but meal. you know what's good though you you like you can eat the other half of it possibly for like a quick lunch or something the next day like that's what i like about our hello fresh meals well my HelloFresh meals is for people. Like, you're, okay, Home Chef and then HelloFresh, two different things. But I get ours, obviously, for four people because I live with my parents. But if I lived alone, that would be the perfect, like, amount because I would obviously always have, like, lunch meals, you know? So. Yes. Wait. How surprising. I might have done Home Chef. Oh, you do HelloFresh. I did Home Chef. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They have, like, the same name. Okay. So I actually ordered that one, too, because I wanted to try both. Yeah. (laughs) I wish I did that in college. I feel like it would have been the perfect college thing. Like, I don't know. The only way I would have done it in college is if my mom would have been paying for it. Yeah, but like I would get allowance and I could just, instead of buying groceries and trying to figure out a meal, I could just use that money to get the hell of fresh delivered. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. It you is know? a good idea. It is a good suggestion for college students. I suggested it to my brother. Like, because especially like college, like some days you want to go out, eat out with your friends and then the other days you don't want to you know, you want to cook. So it's just like the perfect mix without having to buy so many groceries and they go into waste or whatever. Yeah. But anyway, guys, we <laughs> wanted to dive into like surviving kind of like a friendship breakup and like what that means, I guess, and like how to shift from possible like toxic friendships and like how to successfully like accomplish that, I guess, in a sense. Yeah. I think I've just been doing like a lot of reflecting lately and like the where I'm at right now with my friendships. Like I just feel really solid, comfortable. Like the people I have in my life have been in my life for years at this point. And I like when you reflect on relationships and friendships that you no longer have, um, I think you come to terms with it a little bit more. So like in the moment, just like a relationship breakup, it seems like it's like the worst possible thing to happen. And I honestly feel like friendship breakups can be worse because you just share so much with that person, but there's still a lot to learn from it, right? Yeah, it's a lot to learn from it and it can be an opportunity for possible growth more than I think people realize. And like, I feel like God always like clears spaces out for like blessings to come. And so that's how I viewed it. And like, Every single time I've shifted from like a friendship or ended a friendship, I feel like something better has happened out of it. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I guess I should we should define like what a friendship breakup really is. So a friendship breakup mm-hmm. is when 
you have a strong connection with someone and the friendship gets to a point where you need to exit out. Yes. So it's like a formalized breakup, just like with a boyfriend. <laughs> Oftentimes, well, it usually starts with like an event, a blow up, a fight or something. You know what I'm saying? It's not like you just wake up out of bed one day and you're like, you know, I don't want to be her friend anymore. I feel like it usually stems from maybe like a buildup of different like events or, mm-hmm. you know, like it's always that like one major event. And let me just give a personal experience. I grew up in Atlanta, Georgia, and I had like a really have a close knit friends that I went to high school with. So like, I'm really still best friends with a lot of people I went to high school with, which I think is very special. And it means the world to me. And I going through college, we would still really hang out and communicate a lot um, with my group of friends, men and women. And I had a really close group of girlfriends. And when I got, I think what, what year was that? Probably like my junior or senior year. I had experience where one of my friends, I was dating this guy at the time. One of my friends I found out was like talking like crap about the guy I was dating and like bad, not like typical, like, Ooh, you know, her man ain't da, 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 da. like, no, nah, like bad, like crap. You know what I'm saying? Stuff that then at that point really ticked me off. And I felt like it was a sense of betrayal. Like I felt betrayed in the friendship, especially, you know, when you're a girl and you're sharing stuff about your relationship and your man and then someone might use that and like turn that against you. That's a very like sense of betrayal for me. And it's not a mature way to have a friendship, I guess is what I'm saying. Even mm-hmm. if you're really concerned about whatever your friend's going through. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I got really pissed at it. And like, we really weren't like, I, it was a really big blow up. And this was someone I had been friends with since I was like 13. I felt like it started with that event. But how did how did I handle it? I guess is what I'm we're trying to get into. Like once that big blow up happened, we still had a lot of mutual friends. So it's like, how do you suggest and like how do you deal with like when you're not friends with someone and still having a lot of mutual friends? Like I feel like Brittany, you've been through that before, right? Like still having a lot of mutual friends. Yeah. It's all it's very tricky to navigate, but honestly. I feel like the first thing is to identify like what that friendship means and like the people around it. So yeah, like if there are too many ties and inroads and you can't have like a healthy moving on from that friendship while being friends with all of these other people, then you may need to evaluate if you need to kind of isolate yourself or kind of shift away from that friend group as a whole. Yeah. Because if it's fighting into, you know, your mental health and it's impacting you and it's something that you're thinking about constantly and giving you anxiety, it's probably not a healthy friend group situation in general. Um, But if it's just one person that you're really not getting along with, but everyone else you're still pretty solid with, I think it's just important to communicate with the others. Um, Just be open and transparent about what happened, how you feel about the situation and I would not put your friends in a, like, you ha- you can't be friends with me if you're friends with them type of situation. Um, like, I wouldn't do that. Unless it was, like, a situation where they feel like betrayal <laughs> of, like, the highest. Like, you slept with my man, for example. Okay, then that's a different situation. You stole money from me. But if it's something, like, petty and has, like, something petty and they didn't really hurt you to the core, it's just things that you can't rock with then I wouldn't put your friends in a situation where they have to pick sides. I would just communicate like, hey, 
since you're still going to be friends with them, please just keep my personal business away from them. Like things I tell you, don't tell them. Like, but I it always like- gets tricky there. It always gets tricky there. Does I it? it does get tricky. I feel like I know. Like, how do I say this? Like, I feel like it takes a very like you. It depends on what stage you are in your life, all right, and what stage you are in your friendships. And I believe that. Yeah, the right thing to do would be like, okay, can you please respect my privacy and not talk about the things I'm talking to you with the other friend? You know, I wouldn't feel comfortable with them knowing that or whatever I'm like sharing with you. But I feel like it always ends up happening. Like always, like it always ends up happening. And that's why like, I'm like right now, me, I'm 24. The friends I have right now are just like phenomenal. and. I'm at the point, and I'm like, this is just me. I'm an Aquarius, you guys. So, like, I'm I'm very quick to, like, just cut it off with somebody. You know what I'm saying? And I'm very territorial. So, like, if I feel like you dis- disrespected anybody that I love, like, in any level, it's over for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's over. And so, like, that's just how I operate. Just because, like, I would, like, I don't even, like, what, what do you call petty, though? You know what I'm saying? Like, everyone has different definitions of petty. So, it gets sticky, I guess. And I, I feel like that's what I'm saying. It's no blueprint to this like friendship thing. It's no blueprint to it. And it's no blueprint to like how you're supposed to like operate when things happen within friend groups or mutual friends. Okay. So what do you think about existing in the same space as that person? So for example, you have a birthday party coming up. You want to invite all your friends. You got two friends that don't get along. Then what? Like, I feel like I have been in situations before where if there's someone who I strongly don't get along with and or I'm going to have severe anxiety being around them, like, I go out of my way to, like, not go to something because I'm that type of person that I do get bothered. Like, some people genuinely don't get bothered by stuff like that. I can sit in a place and, like, act like somebody doesn't exist, but I just can't. Yeah, I mean, I personally think it depends on how many years have passed since the incident and like what's the extent of it is it a birthday trip or is it a dinner you know what i'm saying that's going to be two hours like yeah so you kind of have to like measure what that interaction would be like but i personally have dealt with the situation just like that and it ended up being completely fine i mean i think it's just like it it was years between the situations it was just like whatever you know but like i um and it it depends on the like magnitude of like when you guys fell out of like what y'all fell out about, you know what I'm saying? Like how serious was it? And like, that's why I'm trying to say like every situation's different, but some tips that I would like give to somebody that might be going through this is just like set really firm boundaries for yourself and let that your friend know that like, Hey, like this has nothing to do with you. I just want to let you know that this is a boundary that I've created for myself and I would love to celebrate with you or love to be there for you. But like, I have to draw the line here. And I think that's like what keeps it in a very like mature space because I think it's like when people like, they're like, oh my God, like, why wouldn't she come? Like, but if I had already had a conversation with you, Brittany, about something I didn't like, it shouldn't be that big of an issue if I decide, hey, like I'm going to sit out on this one. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Um, And not everybody's going to understand how you feel or the situation. I feel like if you offer up another, so like a solution to that, like, hey, how about you and I go get drinks on this day or something like that and still make sure that yeah. you spend time with 
your friend, um, regardless of who they're associated with, I think it can still work out. Um, but kind of to your point before, there there are situations where people, you know, they keep re- friendships with people you don't get along with. And sometimes it just gets too murky. And mm-hmm. sometimes you just got to exit out. You do. You do. One of the things that I've learned about myself, though, like in friendships is I truly enjoy having friends in different circles. Like I love having like my high school friends and then like my college friends and then like my friends that I've like met in New York or like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just love having separate groups of friends. I think it makes it easier when you don't feel like it's like this big group of just like girls and like one person's beefing, it's like the end of the friend group and all that type of stuff. So I really enjoy like the separation of friends and like Mm -hmm. more than I like growing up, I felt like I didn't like, I really enjoyed having that like, like tight knit friend group. But now I'm just like, I'm okay without it. Like I just love having all different friends from different paths of life that don't know each other, don't have any prior knowledge of each other. Like, I just love that. I think it makes your friendships a little bit simpler, um, especially when it comes to like group things you're trying to organize as well. Yeah. I do want to say though, that some friendship breakups have completely nothing to do with anybody else. And it's solely just because there are things that you just can't get with anymore. Um, So like some examples may be, um, Perhaps they're doing something in their life that you just really don't agree with um, morally or they've disrespected you in some way. Um, Maybe they have intervened in too many areas of your life. They've overstepped some boundaries or perhaps you just feel like they have some toxic traits that rub off on you in a negative way. Sometimes the way they speak, the way they act um, is impacting you. And these are all scenarios that may also um, provide red flags that may think make you consider doing a friendship breakup. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And I feel like when it's a situation like that, where it's not a single thing or a glaring incident where it's like a big fight or anything like that, and it's just a buildup over time and you sit back and you think, wow, I really don't enjoy this person's company or this person is really negatively impacting me. I think that's when you have to make the decision to break up with a friend and it gets tricky. I've had people come and ask, like, do I, ha- do I send a text about this? Like, how do I stop like ghosting this person who keeps asking me to hang out? What do I do? I feel like in this, at this age right now, 24 um, I probably would either just ver- like straight up kind of talk about what's been going on or, or I might just ghost them depending on what the friendship level was. Like if it was somebody who I just went out with and didn't share secrets with, they weren't part of my, you know, my entire yeah. life. I probably just like ghost them, like stop hanging out with them. But if it was somebody that was genuinely like a close friend of mine, they knew my family, I would see them all the time. Y'all share life experiences. Yeah, I would probably have a conversation to just say, hey, like, I need some space. X, Y, and Z is why. I don't want to get into an argument about it. Just kind of letting you know what's what's up. Yeah. 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 So on the flip side of that, how do you like spot like a ride or die friend? 
Like, what characteristics do you look for in a ride or die friend? Because I think sometimes, like, people aren't really clear with what that looks like for themselves. It's like, the interesting thing about, like, being in your 20s is, like, you realize that, like, romantic and, like, romantic relationships and platonic relationships and friendship, girl friendships are, like, kind of all similar in a sense of, like, setting boundaries, being able to, like, identify things that you like and you don't like. And so... I'm wondering, like, do you, like, what do you spot in a ride or die friend? Um, I feel like I don't like, necessarily look for anything. Like, my friendships just happen organically. Like, we just end up talking every day, like, texting every day, hanging out more often. Um, <laughs> but you know me. Like, I'm not an extrovert. Like, I'm not an outgoing person. I don't really form friendships that easily. I never have been. Like, I don't know if it's because I was a military brat growing up and I would just move every three to four years. I like, I just didn't form friendships like that. For me, what makes them stick is just like us communicating regularly. Having things in common is like a big thing for me because you can like hang out with them and go out to and get drink, get drunk all the time and like have simple shit in common. Like, oh, we know the same people, but to have like a genuine friendship for me is like, I actually have to have multiple things in common with you and like hold a conversation with you. And we can hang out for hours at a time and it doesn't get like awkward or stale. So what, what qualities like do you look for in a friendship though? Like loyalty, trustworthiness, honesty, like what? I mean, obviously everyone looks for that. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, I don't like necessarily look for anything. Like all of that is naturally what, I would want. I think most people would say they want a friend that's honest, that's trustworthy, that Yeah, but I'm saying like it's okay. Once you what if that friend doesn't show those qualities? That's what I'm trying to say. Like yeah. some people I felt like they do like talk too much. Like if you're telling me too much of other people's business, then I'm going to feel like you're going to tell all so my hard. business to everyone. So like yeah. clearly that's not a friendship that I'm going to maintain. Um, well, I mean, I think when I look right now, I'm just looking for people that don't require high maintenance friendships. Like, yeah. and it's a lot of people out there that are very high maintenance friends. It's like, I can't handle all of it. None of the friends I have right now, I would deem to be high maintenance friends. And I think that's why I don't have any friendship drama. It's because I don't have, I don't, I don't have high maintenance people around me. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. if I don't talk to you for a week. Like we're cool. Like you're still like my girl. Like, you know what I'm saying? And like, yeah. I think when you get older, the more of that becomes important. Like that just like mutual understanding of each other's time, feelings. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I just think it that's something that's really important to me that I, I think has changed of like how I view friendships now. It's just that like always sense of like I don't have to talk to you every day, but I know you're there for me, type of thing. And like that's really important. And like I just don't think that everyone is there yet with their friendship. Yeah. Yeah, I think it comes with age. It definitely comes with age. <laughs> and I mean, um, I think COVID has kind of forced that too because nobody can be high maintenance right now. Like nobody can hang out all the time. No well, one's people up- are still high maintenance, so. <laughs> Examples? People are still, oh my God, like she unchecked in on me. We in a pandemic. Like, bro, people are still doing the same uh, thing. Like, yeah, I guess yeah, it's yeah. not like that. So uh, while we're on the topics of friendship breakups what if somebody was trying to break up with you Hmm. like I had a friend who was experiencing that like somebody was trying to say like you know because like you didn't not been a good friend to me that's done yeah and 
I I've never been in that situation before, but I have I think I have been in situations where I feel like people have like stopped spending time with me. And I feel like that's something that you gotta come to terms with too, is like kind of sitting back and thinking like why? Yeah. And I know we kind of talked about how to do the friend breaking up, but like nobody ever talks about like how to heal when somebody's like ending something with you. I mean, I think it would be definitely a period of like self-assessment, you know? Yeah. Just like with anything in life. It's just like, could I have possibly been a better friend to that person or getting to the root of maybe why they feel that way? Mm-hmm. Because that might be another room for you to grow individually, like as a person, just so you can be a better friend. Like the better you are inside, it's the be- like the more you can show up for other people in your life, you know? Yeah. Like, I can't display my best self when I'm not like right with an end. So Mm-hmm. that's where I would start personally. Yeah. Like I feel like it would definitely be a wake up call um, to kind of reevaluate like what was going on or how did you handle the friendship and see why were you doing that? Like maybe in the end, like it was a friendship that you didn't really value anyways. And so you were treating it kind of, you know, passively. And maybe you should have just been the mature one in this situation to say, you know what? We really don't have much in common. I really don't enjoy your company. So this is why I'm being a piss poor friend. Yeah. See, that's the thing. I can spot, like, I know, like, from jump, if I'm going to get along with someone, boys, girls, yeah. Hell yeah. Like, especially friends. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm, I'm like, let me just say friends. Maybe not men, but friends. I know off the bat if I'm like if we're gonna click or not. Like it don't take too much for me to feel like feel out if like we will like I'll if I like you or like I don't know. I just I just have like that's like I have that like sixth sense about people. So like I just know. Never seen you to be like I'm not gonna get along with this person. There's not a single person that comes to mind that you're like I wouldn't get along with them. What are you talking about? Like people that we know in real life? Yeah. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Like, I'm I'm saying, like, if I were to go out to dinner with a group of girls tomorrow night, and by the time I leave dinner and I come back home and I and I were to call you, I'd be like, I know exactly, like, I could tell if I'm going to be somebody that I would hang out with them again or not, or if I like them, or if we click. Like, it's not that hard for me to identify. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, yeah. I just know, huh? Yeah. Just like how you were saying it comes naturally, that's like the same, like, we're saying the same thing. It's just like an effortless, like, experience. Like, you never have to force it. And if you feel like you got to force it, then it probably isn't somebody, you know what I'm saying? Like it probably, eh, yeah, type of feel. No, I feel like if you're an introvert, you do have to force it a little bit or else you just never going to really? end up with a friend. Yeah. Like for me, if I don't make sure to like go out to eat with friends or like call in a friend every once in a while, then I just know like it'll be a period of time uh, or it's very to me. Yeah, exactly. Like I, like that's probably a bad habit of mine. Um, and obviously like I've gotten better with that since I've graduated and all my friends are all over the world. Like, I mean, country or whatever, but i definitely do have like a track record of like not going out or like being a homebody and that even if it's not to like go out and get drunk, but just like not checking in on people and stuff like that was definitely like a trait that I had. And I feel like Mm -hmm. if I look at all my friendships now and the reason why they lasted is because like, we both put an effort in to like check up on each other. Whereas other friendships that I might've valued in the past, I didn't do my due diligence of like making sure that we stayed in contact. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So what are ways you think you can show up and be a better friend sometimes? P 
people's love language is important. I know we've talked about this before, but love language is relevant in all areas of life, friendships, relationships, workplace, family relationships, because that's genuinely how people receive love. So I feel like if I acknowledge that and I know what it is that is important mm-hmm. to my friends, then I can show up in that space. Like I have certain friends who words of affirmation. So me just sending them a text, like you're doing amazing, sweetie. Like that means a lot to them. I have other friends who are materialistic. So I'm going to send them a $15 gift card to Starbucks and they're going to be like, oh my God, you just made my day. I have other friends who it's quality time. So making sure when they are in town that I go out to eat with them, you know, and I have a meal with them. So I think just picking up on those little things is really, I mean, it's simple. What do you think? I think sometimes I can be a better friend at just being a little bit more like self-aware of like what other people are going through sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like if I know, okay, my best friend's going through a hard time. Maybe I don't like bombard her with like boy drama all the time type of thing, you know, like kind of just like that whole, like reading the room sort of scenario. I think sometimes I probably could be a little bit better at that. And then also now like pandemic, whatever, just like I have other friends that I don't talk to every day that I feel like I could do a better job of like checking in with them and like not only checking in, but like asking them about stuff that I know that they care deeply about. You know what I'm saying? It's like one thing for somebody to ask you like, okay, how's your day doing? But it's like, Oh, like how did that project end up going for you at work type of thing? Yeah. Because like, that's something that I could tell like they cared about. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like just being a little bit more deliberate of like when, how I check in with people and what I like check in about. And it's like, especially like, you know, I feel like all of my friends are like really high, like caliber, like women and they all have like really dope jobs. And it's just like, and stressful jobs at that, you know what I'm saying? That comes with it. So just like yeah. caring a little bit more that about the stuff that I know that they're probably going through um, mm-hmm. outside of just like, how are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Yes. To all of that folks write these down, how to not, go through a friendship breakup because you don't need to go through a friendship breakup. Yeah. And I'm not, and by any means, like I'm not trying to say that I've like, I have perfect friendships or like I don't ever need any more friends in life. Nothing like that. I just feel like I've been through a lot when it comes to the friend thing. Like I've had, I've like, I've had friend groups and plenty of friends and you know, I feel like I've kind of been through the ringer on that. So like, I feel like now I'm just like super like hyper aware of like the people that are around me and the people I want to click with and like kind of just like my no BS kind of mindset when it comes to the friends thing, just cause I kind of feel like I've been through it enough to know, like this is what I can deal with and this is what I can't. And like just establishing that boundary for myself. Yeah. Yeah. No, completely. I don't know guys. I mean, when people fall out about little things, it like makes you feel like they don't really know the depth of their friend. Like, do you really know this person? It's like like when you know someone's heart, you know, someone's intentions. It's like, you can get over some of the things, but when you don't really know someone's heart and don't know someone's intentions, it's like intentions, excuse me. It's hard to like get over maybe some friendship bumps you could have, Mm -hmm. you know, I feel like trials and like tribulations kind of test the depth of your friendship. And what I've seen and what I've experienced, it's like when people, if I'm quickly to cut someone off and stuff, it like really is more of a testimony to me about the depth of our friendship mm-hmm. and what mm-hmm. I think we can endure. And a so word. I kind of view it that way. 
Yeah, no, I completely agree. We're looking for genuine friendships, all 2021 folks. All relationships, <laughs> all relationships. Yeah. So we hope you guys like learned a little, I mean, not even learned. Oh my God. But kind of understand a little bit about like our friend life and like how we've gone over friend breakups. Like, yeah, like it's it's difficult. It's always a hard, it's very hard. You know what I'm saying? Like people don't talk about friend breakups enough. It's a very emotional experience that you have with somebody, you know? And so like just learning how to deal with that and what to look for in friendships and mm-hmm. how about this? Take a chance on mending a friendship that could be fixed before actually getting to the point where there's a friendship breakup. Right. Like don't let it get so, so far gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, we will be back next week. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at chance at podcast. Give us a review on Apple podcast and we'll see you later. Bye guys.